Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, students, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. The university where you learn everything that is going on in the world of pop culture and see what life lessons you can get from it for your own lives. That is a class that I would sign up for, even if it was at the most expensive university in this college. And Joe Biden will never um, forgive the student loans because he probably won't. I would still take the class. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. Furries are invited. Feet worshippers are invited selena gomez fans are encouraged to be here (laughs) just as much as the hailey bieber fans if they exist if it is not your first time here thank you so much for coming back i love you i stand you i'm in your fandom you guys we have so much to get to today this episode is going to be so juicy i'm going to as very on theme for me this week expose selena gomez's crazy past and you'll definitely want to hear it because if you thought i've gone crazy on her the last three episodes i know i said i would stop talking about this but this will be the last time oops i did it again i'm going to really drag her that's going to be the third portion if you want to fast forward i have timestamps in the caption then we're going to talk about is pete davidson actually dating ice spice and what other kardashian couples and crazy updates are going on with them then we need to talk about if andrew tate actually has cancer and if he's going to die or were we just celebrating too early we need to get into all of it but before we do make sure you rate this podcast five star on spotify and apple Podcasts. you're already here you may as well do so and you'll get some extra credit as a student some of y'all could use it okay lacking on your assignments and attendance this is a tuesday friday class never forget attendance is mandatory screenshot yourself listening to it post it to your instagram story and tag me and i'll hit you up we can dm subscribe to my snapchat show while i'm just plugging myself unfiltered pop on snapchat it is a lit time unfiltered pop on snapchat you will get extra extra credit if you do that students but without further ado welcome to pop culture university class is in session take your seats face the front i am patty emminger and this is pop culture university yo remember all the things that you and i did first and now you're doing them with her remember all the things that you and i did first you got me got me like this Remember all the things that you and I did first? And now you're doing them with her. Remember all the things that you and I did first? You got me, got me like this. Ah! Cher Lloyd is so annoying. I don't know where she is these days, but thank God we left her in 2012. I can't imagine what society would be like today if Cher Lloyd was still on the charts. COVID would still be just as rampant. We would still be in complete quarantine. Ebola would be a major virus because of Cher Lloyd. But she did give us some memes. And you know what? That is the greatest gift of all. So, uh, to Cher Lloyd. Anyway, let's get into the motherfucking tea. 
the whole internet went wild this week, you guys, because they thought that Pete Davidson and Ice Spice were dating. They all thought, oh, oh no, she just hopped onto the scene. She's kind of just becoming this A-list baddie. And that, as we know, is Pete Davidson's type. He's like, he's smelling out who he can get some clout from. He looks like a sewer rat from New York, where he's from. I don't know if he still lives there after quitting SNL, but he's running through the sewers, trying to get any clout that he can chase off of. And that's been the most famous famous women in town, from Kim Kardashian to Ariana Grande to Emily Ratajkowski. His grind does not stop. And we just thought Ice Spice was going to be his latest victim of his evil digmatization. And Pete Davidson... He knows he has a big dick. Ariana Grande made that very clear, and she's not a liar. And I feel like he uses his BDE power for bad. He doesn't use it for good. He uses it to seduce women, digmatize them, and then just build his career off of being with them. And I will always be a little bit of a Pete Davidson hater. Always. Always, always, always. Because of what he did to Ariana Grande. Not that he did anything super bad, But Ariana clearly had a bad taste in her mouth after dealing with Pete Davidson's shit at the end of the relationship. She was dragging him on Twitter, dragging him in songs. And because of that, I will drag him to the end of time. I will drag him by his BDE through the mud. So anyway, is he really dating Ice Spice? I know if you are on the internet, you saw that Ice Spice went over to Kim Kardashian's $60 million monochromatic compound of a house that she owns and she was there to hang out with northwest because the kardashians just rent celebrities for the day to entertain their children as if they're normal people renting a clown for their child's birthday party they say oh my god north is annoying the fuck out of me she won't stop asking me to play with her annabelle and chucky dolls with her let me just call over a celebrity so she called over ice spice They were hanging. They were making TikToks together. North is a good content creator. Can we just say? North makes good content on TikTok. She has a vision. It's more than just making any random video. Her TikToks really do have some sort of plot to them, some sort of idea. Way better than a lot of y'all on TikTok trying to clearly trying to go viral, but it's just really not working out. And not even just people who barely post on TikTok, but These major content creators, sometimes I just watch them and I'm like, what were they thinking when they made this video? This was going to do no numbers. It's almost like they put five seconds of thought into their concept before they hit post. And no wonder their TikTok account is flopping and going downhill. You're not putting in any work. You're not putting in any effort. There's no vision. There's no gag. There's no picture that you're trying to paint here. But Northwest is an artiste and her TikTok delivers every single time. North fucking gets it, is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of these mid-level TikTokers who are struggling to keep their TikTok page up, they just fucking don't. But North has the eye of an artist. She's the second coming of Yeezus. Truly, I think she has talent. Have you seen her draw, Ice Spice? I think she doesn't have a ghost drawer. I think that's really North. And I used to like be really into art and drawing, and I swear, I was good. But I just didn't have the passion for it. But when I would draw, it would take a really hefty vision before I began the little piece I was doing to know 
exactly before I even started how I wanted it to turn out. And that's why I feel like I'm kind of good at content creation because I have that little vision of I know what I want it to be like. So let me start crafting it. And then the product will be my vision. And North just has that eye. And Kim can help her with the business side. I feel like North, her having Ice Spice at her house this weekend was a good lesson for her in like a clout exchange because North really does get good views on TikTok, but her TikToks with Ice Spice got massive amounts, like 50 million, 30 million on all of them. Absolutely wild. Kim was like, okay, sweetie, you're going to have over this new rapper. Her name is Ice Spice or whatever. I think she's in the Spice Girls. And you're going to make TikToks with her and you're going to post them and you're going to see your TikTok following go way up, way more views. And that's what mommy did. That's why mommy's famous. But do you all really think that Kim Kardashian would invite Ice Spice to her house this weekend? If that is now Pete Davidson's girlfriend, that would be crazy. She wouldn't invite over her ex-man's new girl the day after it is revealed that they're dating. Because that would be so fucking messy. Or would she? Yeah, that actually sounds exactly like something that Kim Kardashian would do. Because did you guys see that... I'm getting so sidetracked on the Pete Davidson Ice Spice thing. But did you guys see that Kim Kardashian let Selena Gomez's little sister, Gracie, come and hang out with North for a TikTok? Kim is like, this is how you get clout, girl. It's a revolving door. We got to get these celebrities in, get the clout, get them out. That could be a song. Get, give me clout, then get out. Oh, that's my anthem. Give me clout, then get out. Anyway, North and Gracie were making a little cute TikTok together of them cooking. But if I was Kim and all that drama just went down where Kylie was being dragged at the hands of the Selenators, I wouldn't let Gracie hang out with my child. I'm sorry. I would not. I'd be like, your mom is an op. We don't like her. We don't stand her. And she's coming for my sister. And you're going to let your kid hang out with her? Selena literally commented, I love you. And co-signed a TikTok that referred to Kylie as a bitch. And a Nepo baby doing disgustable... Disgustable. <laughs> I like the word disgustable. Despicable, disgusting things. And a mean girl. I'd be like, once your sister stops coming for my literal family, you can come hang out with my iconic daughter, North. But until then, no. But Kim is all for the clout. So she was like, hell yeah, this is the perfect time to get Gracie's ass over here. Come cook with North on her TikTok. Get her some clout. She really is working to pump North's TikTok account up. Oh my God, she's literally becoming the Kris Jenner to North right before our eyes. Anyway, do you think... Kim would invite over Ice Spice if Pete was dating her. No, I don't think that would happen realistically at all. It's too soon. It's too close. It was too much. Too real. So the answer is no. They are not dating. Ice Spice and Pete Davidson are not dating. But it was a fun rumor. It would have gone along with Pete Davidson's Hugh Hefner of the new century that is low-key his brand. The new Hugh Hefner. I fuck on your bitch like I'm Hefner. I take 10% because I rep her. Don't ask me why I know that song. But no, they're not dating. And Pete Davidson is too busy with his new girlfriend. 
getting in massive car crashes. Yeah. You heard me. Pete Davidson got in a huge car crash with his new girlfriend, Chase Swee. I think I'm pronouncing it right. They were Bodies, Bodies, Bodies co-stars, and I loved that movie. My favorite movie of 2022. So my fan heart is really happy seeing them together. Um, They didn't have the best fate in the film. (laughs) But they're getting their love story off the screen, and I'm obsessed. I am, like, such a cult fan of that movie. I've already gone back and watched it since the first time, and I want to buy it on DVD and VHS or VH1 or whatever those black boxes were called that you put into your TV. That's how big of a fan of it I am. But this weekend at on Saturday at 11 p.m., they were out late at night in Beverly Hills and Pete was driving his Mercedes like a nice ass car. And they, for some fucking reason, swerved off the road harshly like major swerve into a seven million dollar house and it wasn't just like a big like a little bit of a dink it was like a boom right into the corner of the house multiple pillars of like the wood came off they knocked down a whole little like mid-sized tree that was out in front of the house but think about it you don't just drive off the road and immediately hit someone's house they had to really be going fast and not have been able to stop whatever they were doing this is actually insane like the details of this so right after pete swerved off the road he was going so fast that he hit a fire hydrant and he knocked the fire hydrant off of its place on the sidewalk i didn't even know that that was possible he knocked it off of its place on the sidewalk and water just started squirting everywhere squirting more than kim kardashian when her and pete had sex the first time because she says that it was the best sex she's ever had (laughs) more than that it like it was literally like raining in beverly hills and there's a drought like that water is expensive Pete had to pay the fuck up for that and how is he gonna afford all this he quit his job at snl he got fired from being the first lady of kim kardashian so what is he gonna do now but after he hit the fire hydrant he like made major gashes in the lawn because his car, just the wheels were spinning so fast. Like they're going to have to totally redo their grass, major tire marks everywhere. And the daughter of the owner of the house was the only one home at the time. And she was like a 15 year old girl. I think she was like preparing for bed or something. And she feels the car hit the house so hard that she said that she thought there was a literal earthquake. (laughs) Imagine thinking there's an earthquake going outside and seeing that pete davidson actually hit your house like that's actually kind of iconic like he can crash into my house anytime he wants he doesn't even have to repay me there's another way he can repay me because i just want to be um (laughs) um in the same category as kim and ariana if you know what i'm saying a similar body 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 on my list thankfully no one was injured uh pete's bde is fully intact It did not get crushed or anything. Thank God, because it's a national treasure at this point. Uh, They didn't get injuries at all, which is kind of surprising. I guess his Mercedes had nice airbags because all the airbags inflated. Pete Davidson's dick inflated. And that stopped anyone from getting injured. So thank God 
he lives to slay Punani another day. But this was very dumb of Pete Davidson. Like, what were they doing? Did he just suddenly lose control of the car? Did the car have some malfunction? Was it like a self-driving thing that just went rogue? Was there roadhead involved? Was was Pete a little distracted? Someone offered me that. This is so gross to say, but someone offered me that like last month. And I literally said no because I just knew I would crash. I just feel like that is, I, I can't multitask. I cannot be driving and just just going through that at the same time. Like multiple people would, would die. So I respectfully said um, no. Maybe just like when we're not in a multiple ton moving vehicle at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> that would be great. But yeah, this was not very smart water of Pete. And he is the spokesperson for smart water. So maybe they'll have to renegotiate that contract with him. I don't know. More updates about Kardashian exes and the Kardashian multiverse of madness. Tyga, Kylie's ex, and the man that Black China has a kid with. And we know Black China also has a kid with Rob Kardashian. So he's really intertwined in the Kardashian web. He's got a lot of fingers in there. Tyga has a new girlfriend. And guess who that girlfriend is? Avril Lavigne. Yeah. She really said, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. No way, no way. I think you need a new one. Hey, hey, you, you, I want to be a girlfriend. No, 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 no. In a second, you'll be right around my finger. Cause I can't, cause I can do it better. There's no other. So when you're gonna give in? She's so stupid. What the hell were you thinking? Avrilis was saying that about Kylie to Tyga. Ew, it's so gross that that's like applicable here. Avril Lavigne to me, I'm sorry. She makes like kid bop music. She makes kids bop music. Like ever since her first little emo Billie Eilish punk rock era ever since then she's been making the most walmarty bubblegum pop ever and it's so weird to see her with tyga because you just don't really picture those two music worlds colliding like what do they talk about what do they have in common because avril is so like pop and rock and punk and then tyga is very hip-hop and rap and i don't know when i picture someone who's dating a rapper i think of like an instagram model instagram hoe and that is just who avril lavigne has always said that she doesn't want to be so this is like out of major left field maybe this makes sense because avril lavigne is actually dead and it's her imposter uh, her stand-in melissa vandela making all the decisions for her now so clearly they're not going to be aligned with what the old avril would have wanted but old avril is really rolling in her grave right now if melissa is really doing this to her because now she's with mr OnlyFans star tyga womp 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 hey yeah yeah hey yeah yeah womp 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 but go for Avril, her and her ex-fiance or husband or something, Modson, who I literally thought they were going to be together forever because their vibe was the exact same. Like, just picture the male version of Avril Lavigne. They just broke up. So maybe Avril is just trying to do something fun. She says, all my life I've been good, but now, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm saying, what the hell? <laughs> she just wants to mess around and she doesn't really care about if I love her or if I hate her. So good for you, Avril. Good luck with that. 
Another Kardashian update. Kendall Jenner is still apparently with Bad Bunny. The language barrier hasn't gotten to them yet. They have a really good uh, translator, I guess. Kendall is like, Mi amo es Kendall. Buenos noches días. Siete ocho. Donde estar? Go to the bathroom. Estar lechuga. Quiero tener sexo. Tu también? Bad Bunny is like, voy a morir. Immediately lamente because I just cannot deal with her. But good for them for still being together. Apparently, they are still hanging out, still kicking in. They're having a lot of fun. A source close to People magazine, close with the Kardashian, said she likes him a lot and is having a lot of fun. He's different from the guys that she's dated in the past. He is very charming. And they were seen making out in public on multiple instances. This is a really good way for, I think, the Kardashians to break into a new market because I know they do have translated versions of their shows in a lot of other countries, but the Spanish market is just so huge and Bad Bunny is so beloved, obviously, around the whole world, but especially in Spanish-speaking areas. So... Maybe Chris Jenner was like, you know what? We need to diversify from the rappers and the basketball players. And someone needs to date a, a Spanish singer. Immediately Lamente. Do I think they're going to last? No. That is my professor prognosis of their relationship. Students, they're not going to last. Tyga and Avril are not going to last either. Don't worry about it. P and Chase Sway, I don't think they're going to last either. But it seems like everyone is having some um, hopefully well thought out not too dangerous fun happy women's history month everyone andrew tate has cancer Oh, fireworks, confetti. Are you ready for this? Death, 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 death to, to, to Andrew. Andrew, did you know you can't even say Andrew Tate on TikTok? I have been so pissed because I've been trying to make videos clowning him all week and trashing his name, his despicable name, and TikTok will not let me post anything. I've made the most funny, like, haterade cunty videos spitting in his whole face his bald head and i am not one to come for a bald man but the fact that he put down bald men and said that he is not bald and then while he's in prison it was revealed that he is bald like oh my god what a fucking dumbass i could go on and on about how annoying he is and i'm pretty sure there's no andrew tate army listening to this i don't think any of his loyal followers who scare me more than it the clown are in here and if you are why so i'm assuming this is a safe space for the girls and the gays but or or the or or the straight man we like you too if if you're here we love you so famous internet troll infamous entrepreneur liar scammer self-proclaimed misogynist andrew tate is in jail we know this greta thunberg took him down with her own (laughs) bare fist she said the climate can wait i have to save women first and she played 
chess, not checkers, and got his ass sent to prison. And it was, I think, the most iconic moment for women since women's suffrage. I'm just going to go out on a limb. I think that was the most iconic moment for women. However, he's in Romania, in prison, for an uncertain amount of time. We always think he's about to get out, but then they extend his stay. So hilarious. It's like lockdown for him. They just keep... They say it's going to be two weeks, but he's actually going to be in jail for like two years. Because he is under suspicion of human trafficking. Very serious allegations. Apparently he would lock sex workers in his basement and force them to work for him and have them in poor living conditions. Whole bunch of evil, ill shit. Now the gag is that there's nothing more that this man wants than to get out of prison because this is a big chip to his ego because he thinks he's the most intelligent, savvy, smart man on the whole planet and he could maneuver his way out of any situation. So the fact that he got locked in jail and he's sitting there like the sitting duck that he is has really infuriated him and obviously it's bad for business his whole job is to go viral online and get like brainwash more vulnerable young boys to join his fandom and he can't really do that as much if he's in prison so his new plan to get out of prison was to say that he had cancer i'm not even kidding this was like a real viral moment this is all over the news that andrew tate who's pretty young in his 30s relatively healthy nothing should be really wrong with him has cancer he does smoke a lot of cigars like he's always puffing that shit must be hard on your fucking lungs i heard that one cigar is like equal to many cigarettes i don't know the exact number but like 30 and when like i have some guy friends or like <laughs> friends adjacent i'm not super close with a lot of straight guys but like i have straight friends adjacent who like since they're guys they think they have to smoke cigars and it's like why since you're a guy, you have to damage your fucking lungs. Is that like the manly thing to, to do? These straight men will go to the ends of earth to announce their masculinity. It's so nasty and gross. I've never partaken in it. It seems like an obvious, horrible option. What do you even get out of it? Making other straight men hard for you because that's what they all want. That's probably what you get out of it. But anyway, I, when so when I heard he had lung cancer, I was like, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe that could really be a thing and apparently even before he went to prison he has this doctor in dubai that he would go and visit a lot for a serious health condition that cannot be taken lightly that is what his team said and then he had his upcoming appointment just his next scheduled doctor's appointment while he was in prison so he was allowed to go to the doctor in dubai under security and um detainment or whatever and his doctors in both Dubai and Romania both wrote in medical documents that Andrew has a lesion on his upper right lung. It's a condition that has been described as a very serious health condition. <laughs> and his doctor said that the lesion could be a sign of a carinoid tumor, a rare type of slow growing cancer. Then his brother and his managers both came out this weekend both said it publicly as fuck that Andrew Tate has cancer. Boom. Bomb dropped. I fully could not believe it. 
but no one really cared online. <laughs> like, no one really gave much of a fuck. I thought people would maybe be like, oh, I hate him, but maybe just not speak out about it. Like, they they, they wouldn't support him or, like, say get well soon because they don't want him to get well soon, but maybe they would just not say anything. But fully, everyone was like, die, bitch, die, die, die. Like, they were so happy they were celebrating. There was parades in the streets. It was kind of hilarious his fans were tweeting like you're so sick if you're happy that andrew tate has cancer and to that i say well then i'm sicker than andrew tate because i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at the fact and here's why you shouldn't be upset by him having cancer as well because andrew tate in the past for some reason he wanted views this day or something this is how he said he would respond to a friend of his being fatally ill in a video he said even if you're my friend i will not administer cpr unless you are a hot female <laughs> this is the reality if you're some fat dude and you just had a heart attack and i don't really know you you're gonna die even if you're my friend you just can't be a pussy oh i had a heart attack get the fuck up what's wrong with you <laughs> so that's what he said again with these men just going above and beyond to maintain their masculinity they'll let their friend die right next to them before they give them cpr because that shit's gay miss them with that gay shit pass me on that gay shit could you go to jail for that if you don't like help someone who clearly like could have been helped because if you did help, that'd be gay. Would that be like negligent homicide or something? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Anyway, someone else put out a GoFundMe for their son's like life-saving surgery. And Andrew Tate responded, um, do you feel like a failure that the amount of help you need to help your own son is less than a quarter than I spent on one of my five cars? <laughs> Then he said, ask nicely and I'll save your son to their GoFundMe. Oh my God. He is fully Lucifer. Thank God that man is locked up. And that is why people were celebrating. Because he is a danger to society. He's really genuinely evil, spreading so much hate and pain everywhere. So no, we're not going to give a fuck if he's <coughs> sick. We don't care. And... I, when I heard the news, I was so shook because I don't know if you guys have been following this plot that I have on TikTok, but I have this thing where it started when Betty White died and right before she died, like the day before I made a TikTok that said she's in good health and she's going to live for a long time. <laughs> and she fucking died the next day. Like the the bitch croaked the next fucking morning and i woke up in such embarrassment and like such shame almost as if i was mocking and hastily predicting her upcoming death i was so humiliated and then like everyone was like you killed her you took betty white from us it was your fault you jinxed her patty and so i was like no no it wasn't me don't get me with your pitchforks and your torches so the next day i was like okay let's do an experiment and i said in a new video 
Queen Elizabeth is in really good health and she's going to live for a little, for a long time. And then <laughs> right after I said she's in good health and going to live for a long time, then she dies. And everyone goes back to my page and they're like, what the fuck, Patty? You're the Grim Reaper. What? You're, you're like, you're the Death Note. What evil powers do you possess? Are you psychic? You scare me. And I was like, wow, do I really have some ability? Because yes, Betty White and the Queen were both old ladies, but at the same time, they really seemed immortal. They seemed like they weren't going down anytime soon. So the fact that I made a TikTok right before they died. So the third time I was like, okay, let me do someone totally that is not predictable, not easy. Because at that point, I would just be a bitch if like I said some old beloved actor who is diagnosed with some horrible disease is going to die next. Like, no, duh, they're going to die next. So I was like, let me just throw out a curveball. And I said, Andrew Tate is in good health and he'll probably live a long time. And at that point, he was still doing really well online, going viral for his disgusting, shameful antics. And there was no sign of him going downhill. But since then, he was thrown in prison. And then everyone thought he was diagnosed with lung cancer. And he's tweeting that, like, he's basically worried people in this prison are trying to kill him on purpose. So now I'm like, oh, my God, Andrew Tate is going to die and it's going to be my fault. And then I woke up to that news that he had lung cancer and I was fully shocked. Like my heart sank. I was like, wow, I am, I think I'm too powerful for my, for my own good. I don't know what I, what I did. I don't know what power I possess. I don't know if I can handle this. Is it too much power for one man? And then I opened my TikTok and of course people have made stitches and duets with my video. Like you did it again, Patty. Oh my God. I was kind of worried at first. I was like, okay, I cannot make a joke about this man having lung cancer and dying. And then I see everyone like thanking me on the internet. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can. So I was literally right about to post a video like, you're welcome, you guys. Like, I did it again. Uh, my 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 powers worked. I am for the people. I am the Grim Reaper, but like the friendly Grim Reaper, you know? Only taking down people who deserve it. Because let's be honest, the queen deserved it. And unfortunately... Andrew Tate revealed the next day that he does not have cancer. So, damn. I guess people may still be out to kill him, though. But the, it, it became clear that this was just a scheme to try to get him out of jail so he can get back to his demonic, ty uh, tyrannical ways because his brothers and managers were requesting that he gets released so he can go live in Dubai and receive treatment. But... The Romanian prison system said that he is not going to be released and he can be treated for whatever he needs in Romania under supervision. So he will not be released anytime soon. Thank God. Maybe the ops or the agents of the Matrix will still get him and he will be silenced. His tweet when he revealed he does not have cancer is so embarrassing, though. He said, I, 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 okay, obviously he doesn't have his phone in prison, but I think what he does is he like tells someone who he gets to have a visit with to tweet certain things. So this is what he wanted to tweet. I do not have cancer. My lung contains precisely zero smoking damage. In fact, I have an 8L lung capacity and the vital signs of an Olympic athlete. There is nothing... Oh, wait, I, sh I should do this in my Andrew Tate impression. I do not have cancer. My lungs contain precisely zero smoking damage. In fact, I have an 8 lung capacity and the vital signs of an Olympic athlete. There is nothing but a scar on my lungs from an old battle. True warriors are scarred both inside and out. What battle is he talking about? Like, was he LARPing in the park with someone? Was he fencing with someone? And one of his nerdy buddies, like, accidentally stabbed him with their 
fake Minecraft nerf sword. Like, I don't, I don't know what battle he's talking about. That he has a scar on the inside of his lungs. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And didn't he just describe it as a serious medical condition? Who the fuck knows? Anyway, he said, As one of the most influential men on the faith of the planet, it is important for the good of humanity that I live as long as possible. At my current strength levels, I estimate to survive at least 5,000 more years. With this in mind, I take my medical care extremely seriously. I had a regularly checkup organized in Dubai pre-detention. My doctors were extremely interested in the scar on my lungs. They do not understand how I survive without treatment. They do not know the secrets of Wudan. He, this man thinks he has the power of God within him to heal himself, as if modern medicine is beneath him. And you know what? I hope, I hope he keeps that same energy when the smoking cigars really do catch up to him, and he'll be really humbled by the circle of life. Anyway, lastly, he said, Enemies of truth lied about me in an attempt to destroy my good name. But look, I am more famous than ever before. And <laughs> I am more famous than ever before. And absolutely nobody believes them. I have a greater influence that will allow me to lead men to power and faith. I suffer in jail, but I also prepare. God is great. Bitch. Not even the campy gay supervillain in the Powerpuff Girls would have just tweeted what he tweeted. Truly scrolling through his Twitter and reading his tweets is like reading the DSM-5. He is so mentally ill, he has every single diagnosis you can possibly have. He needs the utmost skilled and dedicated psychiatrist that he can possibly find. And he really may not have cancer, but he is a cancer. Let's just be real about that. And no one would miss him if he died. And the, the, the fact, well, I, I guess not no one. I guess that was harsh of me to say, but not no one. But like everyone mostly wouldn't. Like most people on the earth wouldn't. Anyway, what can we learn from this whole thing? I think that what we can learn is that you should live a life where people don't have to pretend like you were a good person after you died. Um, because you will not receive the flowers at the end of your life if you do not deserve them and you will not receive sympathy and when you're down and out if you do not deserve it have you ever been to like a funeral where someone is giving a speech and you're just like that person was not like that <laughs> they're like they were the kindest person to ever exist they never uttered an unkind word their legacy will be love and kindness like that that like I know they were they I know that was your dad and you want to pretend like that's what he was but let's be honest he wasn't like you, I think we should just live lives where people don't have to pretend that we were a good person after we died um and I think that just goes so far as saying like don't treat people horribly when you're so high and mighty and doing so good in life and you are in power and you're on a roll because one day if you're down and out or dying or need a loan or need money or need a friend or just need something people will not be there because you are not entitled to their sympathy or their care for you as a human if you did not deserve it and just because you may find yourself in a down and out situation one day doesn't mean you will have anyone to come crying to if you don't deserve it Trouble if you
A wise woman once said, everything is not what it seems. Everything is not what it seems when you can get all you wanted by the simplest of means. Be careful not to mess with the balance of things because everything is not what it seems. Selena Gomez is the woman that said that, but is she wise? No. Selena Gomez is the girl that you think you're rooting for, but you're not. She is not what she seems. You are rooting for the idea of her that she has crafted for you to consume in the public. But if you pull back the curtain just a little and analyze her track history, the real black sheep is revealed. And I'm not saying Haley's totally innocent, but I think in this situation, Selena is still at fault and Selena is still the black sheep. So if you don't know the whole Haley and Selena drama, go catch up on the last three podcast episodes. It is wild, but basically the whole world thinks that Selena is being bullied by Hailey Bieber and a little bit of Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner are also bullying Selena. That is what everyone thinks. But the truth is that it's the other way around. Selena is the bully and she has been a bully and she has been an instigator of bullying, just as I've been claiming she has been doing this whole week. Selena has a history of starting problems with Justin Bieber's love interest. Yes. Multiple of his love interests. Haley is only the newest victim to that. Unfortunately, Selena has now set her sights upon and probably the most ever upon Haley because Haley is the love of Selena's life's wife. And Selena's now up to her same old tricks that I am just so sick of. I'm so sick of that same old love. That shit it tears me up. I'm so sick of that same old love. My body's had enough. Selena, I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. So let's just go through a little brief history revealing who the true Selena Gomez is and how she is an instigator. So let's just start here, shall we? In 2012, when Justin Bieber was performing at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, back when that was still a thing, <laughs> Justin Bieber took a photo with one of the models named Barbara. Pa- Barbara Palvin. She's a Victoria's Secret model. And all Justin did was take a photo with her and post it on Twitter. This was right after Selena and Justin broke up, one of the first few times that they did. And Selena immediately screenshotted the photo and then put it on her Twitter with the caption dot dot dot. And that's all it was. And then immediately, Selena Gomez fans all bullied Barbara on Twitter. Because what business does Selena have taking a photo of a single man, Justin Bieber, with a random Victoria's Secret model that he was just taking photos with because they're at the fucking show, and then putting it on her Twitter with dot, dot, dot. And then Barbara was bullied by her fans, and Barbara had to make her own response. And she said, you know how all this drama started. Selena retweeted the picture. I'm okay to talk about it because I know there's nothing. It's ridiculous how this got on the news. Barbara said that her and Bieber were just hanging out at the fashion show, but fans of Selena and Justin's relationship thought that I caused their big drama or caused their big breakup. And Selena knew what she was doing in that situation. She wasn't standing up to Justin for posting another photo of another girl and maybe playing with her emotions. She was dragging another girl into it. And before Selena responded to that, photo it was just justin and a girl selena made the fandom think that uh uh-oh 
this is about their relationship. So now we need to bully Justin, but we're not going to bully Justin because we love Justin. So let's bully the girl. And Selena completely knew that that was going to happen. And it left Barbara getting a lot of bullies uh, sicked upon her. And Selena never did anything to help her. So that's just the first example. Then there was another woman named Caitlin Russo, who was a model for Justin Bieber in his music videos around 2013 for his album Journals. And Justin would just hire her to simply model in the music video and be the hot video hoe. That was her whole job. And it's weird that Selena would get threatened by this because Selena at the time was also hiring men to be in music videos with her and be the sexy love interest. So, you know, she should be grown enough and realize that it's not real. It's just pretend. It's just a music video. She should know that. They're adults. But she apparently didn't. And this girl, Caitlin, was blonde. Uh, a pretty basic Taylor Swift looking girl. So Selena the next day posted a photo of herself looking all sexy and Latina. And she posted the caption of that photo on Instagram to, I thought he only liked the Latina category. Shaking my head. Hashtag no makeup. Hashtag hate when girls say that. Girl. Girl. There's so many layers of what is wrong with that caption. First she says, I thought he only liked the Latina category. Why are you reducing Latinas to a category, first of all? That just sounds weird in itself. Like a category girl? As if that's Justin's like fetish or what he only goes after? Like such odd wording. So fucking weird. And then she says, shaking my head, hashtag no makeup. Because she wasn't wearing any makeup in that photo. So I guess she wanted to really prove how beautiful or gorgeous she was or something. And then she says, hashtag hate when girls say that. So you're, you're, you're begging and you're desperate for everyone on your Instagram to know that you're not wearing makeup and know how pretty you are. But you don't want to be one of those girls who are begging and desperate for everyone to know how beautiful they are without makeup. So you put hashtag hate when girls say that. Just pick a struggle. Pick a side. Just put hashtag no makeup or just don't. Don't put hashtag no makeup. Hashtag I hate when girls say that. It's giving the ultimate pick me, pick me, pick me. And Selena, he didn't pick you in the end. I'm so sorry. He just didn't. And I'm starting to get why. She's fully harassing Justin. She's a bigger believer than Haley Bieber was. It's that level. And then the model, Caitlin Russo, who apparently isn't Justin's type, had to come out and say, and like defend herself. She said, I'm sure there might be some bitterness, but I was just doing my job. She posted a picture on Instagram and that it said, I thought he only liked the Latina category shaking my head. It was clearly directed at him with me in the music video. But like I said, I was just doing my job. <laughs> Literally, Selena, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Just like Hailey Bieber said, leave her alone. <laughs> you don't have to harass this girl. She's doing her job. A, a blind mouse could see that she is just doing her fucking job. I don't know why she needs to attack. Or she's just desperate for Justin's attention. Maybe he blocked her on all social media or something. I don't know. But it's just becoming like tearing down women because you have to say, oh, here's me looking beautiful with no makeup and I'm Latina. I'm his type. That girl in that video is trash. She, he would never go for her. I bet she looks horrible without makeup. So odd. Weird, 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 weird. And then in 2016, Justin was linked with Sophia Richie. They were going on a few dates together. I don't know if they were if they were ever exclusively officially dating. I like how Sophia Richie was just dating like uh, Scott Disick, who's like 15 years 
older than Justin Bieber or maybe 20 years older. And then she was dating like Justin Bieber. She really doesn't have a type. It's just like famous men is her type. I respect that about her. Anyway, Sophia Richie. So they were just going on photo. Uh, sorry, they were going on dates, getting paparazzi photos, taking them everywhere. So Selena was clearly seeing them out and about. And the fans were getting very upset with Sophia Richie because, again, they thought that Justin and Selena should be together because they've always had this delusional allegiance to Selena and Justin's relationship, even if the people in their relationship don't even want it. So they started to online bully Sophia. Anytime they would go out, they would fans would take the paparazzi photo and just clown Sophia, say she looks ugly, say she looks like shit, say she can't compare to Selena, she's no talent, she's a Nepo baby. Sounds similar to a situation going on right now, right? And so Justin Bieber had to give a response to this because his girlfriend was getting bullied. And Justin Bieber's response was, I'm going to make my Instagram private if you guys don't stop the hate. This is getting out of hand. If you guys are really fans, you wouldn't be so mean to people that I like. Exactly. And I don't think the fans, like, I try not to blame the fans in this situation because I understand what it's like to be such a crazy fan of someone and love them and will agree with them what for whatever even if they're doing something wrong and the last thing as a stan it, that you want is for the public to think that the person you stan is a bad person or see their career go down you'll do anything to defend them and do what they what you think they want you to do so i totally understand the seminator's love for selena i honestly respect it but i am telling you guys at the same time let it go like let her get a little bit messy like let her get a little bit of accountability some dirt on her hands i think it's fine selena gomez is really handing out the delusion to all her fans i i do blame her more as i always say the artist creates the fan base and raises them for how they're gonna act selena then this is the craziest thing this is the craziest response selena ever gave so after justin's response of stop being mean to the girl i like Selena Gomez then responded to his Instagram photo, like clear as day, right out in public, not even in the private DMs. He must have blocked her. He must have fucking blocked her. She was pissed. Selena said, if you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your girlfriend. LOL. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you. What? What? Huh? Selena, you're making no sense. You're grasping at straws to try to make Justin seem like the problem or him and his girl seem like the problem because she will point the finger at anyone else so she can be the victim. She said, if you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your girlfriend. First of all, that goes against her whole brand of be kind, don't hate on anyone. Now she's saying the hate is totally deserved. Stop posting your girlfriend huh then she says it should be special between you two only selena this isn't the 1300s it doesn't have to be special for just two people and that is shocking to hear her say because of how much her relationship with justin was exploited by her and justin how much they loved to show the whole thing off it's crazy that that thought would even pass her mind it should be special and why is she telling them how to live why is she telling them how to show their relationship and what they should and shouldn't do as the ex like it seems like she's trying to scare any girl off to almost like tell them that me and Justin are so famous. Like you don't want to get involved in our world because you will be bullied. 
uh, like maybe you just can't handle it. Like she's trying to scare the girl off with their level of fame and attention and the power Selena has to sick people on onto them. I can't believe she said that. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you. And also, he wasn't mad at his fans. He was mad at the rabid Jelena and Selena fans. But Selena, again, is pointing the finger away from herself and saying, don't be mad at your fans. They love you. And she always masked her ulterior evil motive with a bit of kind wording. Her last sentence was, they love you. That's her trying to make you think that she's doing something like righteous or kind. Justin then gave a response and said, it's funny to see people that used me for attention still try to point the finger this way. Sad. All love. Justin, thank you. Thank you. That is the best response ever. And it's so fucking true. He really fucking nailed it. I've never seen Justin nail something so hard in his life. Perfect response. Still trying to point the finger this way. Using me for attention. Sad, really. It's just sad, but it's all love. Wild. So those are three of the biggest scenarios where Selena was sicking her fans onto people exactly how she's doing with Hailey Bieber now. So as you can see, this isn't an isolated incident. This isn't Selena uh, defending herself and finally sticking up for herself against one girl. It's no, this is Selena's way of life and what she's always done. There's been other girls that she's done this too, but that's like the biggest of them all. She definitely has shaded Bella Hadid in the past. Even when she said, I wish I was as pretty as Bella Hadid. And then Bella Hadid was getting a bunch of hate in the comments. Like you're way prettier than her. She's fake and plastic as fuck. She looks like a mouse. She's the uglier sister compared to Gigi. She's so not natural. You're way prettier, Selena. Like, and Selena did nothing. She didn't turn off the comments. But the second Selena herself will get hate, she'll turn off the comments. She'll be like, you guys bullied me off Twitter again. You guys bullied me off social media again. You win. You guys are evil. You win this time. Like, it's just so phony and fakey McFaker, fake, fake, fake. And I just cannot deal with it anymore. This is how Selena gets away with it. Selena knows she has a good public perception because of the deep bond the public has with her. And she uses that to her advantage. She's been famous ever since she was a kid. So she knows people just have such a nostalgic tie and a good image of her in their head. And she knows she has a relatively unproblematic past. And that's rare for a celebrity. So she uses her good girl image and weaponizes it with fake kindness because she knows people will buy into her kind girl image. But she then does the opposite and she uses the bad boy and problematic girl reputations of people like Justin, Haley, Kendall, Kylie, Bella, all to her advantage as well. And those will be the people that she'll pick out to bully because she knows the public will ultimately bully them over her. She knows the general public aren't critical thinkers and not even critical thinkers. The general public just doesn't have enough time to dig into the whole past. So they're just going to look into the surface of things and will go along with the old narrative of Selena being the good one and Justin being the bad one to make themselves comfortable and easily pick a side and just go with that. And Selena is banking on people not digging up her past. She plants the seeds of hate in comments and her post, and those grow into massive hate via her fans that she uses like dogs to sick onto people. That's exactly what she wants. But she'll always throw in a, be sure to be kind to everyone at the end so no one can say she isn't the kind celebrity she claims to be. She uses plausible deniability, but she knows exactly how her fans will react. 
She fires the gun and then wipes off her fingerprints. Your lies are bullets. Your mouth's a gun. But no war in anger was ever won. Put out the fire before igniting. Next time you're fighting. Selena doesn't kill them with, with kindness. She kills them with brutal bullying. Just she's not the one who does it. Because she's very smart. She banks on the fact that no one will dig in to what she's been doing and her track record. She keeps the good kind girl image, the pick me girl image she, to stay in the good graces. And honestly, this is all good PR and attention for herself, but it sucks that she has to bring other people down to get the good PR and attention. So she gets to have all these positives and she still gets to give Justin hell, which is what she really wants. It seems to be a her with Justin issue. And I hope me saying this doesn't make you guys hate me or make you think I'm not blindly on team Selena like you guys, because I'm an evil person. I feel like I'm the only one being unbiased here and I'm the only one actually saying the truth. And like I've said in other episodes, I'm more biased towards Selena for sure, because of the reasons I just said, I grew up with her. I love her, but someone just has to say the truth. And it pains me to watch someone get so mob attacked like Haley is even if she might be a little bitchy here and there. It's just so wild. Uh, yeah, and with the Haley situation, I still think that's Selena's fault. She saw an opportunity to utilize her same old tricks and was probably bored or sad that day or wanted attention. So she did it. And it worked again for her. And we can't let her get away with this again. We can't. If I was Haley Bieber, I would do a No More Lies style video like James Charles did and show all the receipts of Selena being so problematic in the past and coming for every girl that Justin has ever been with and being like, she's just doing this to me too. I don't know how you guys can't see it because if everyone just sat down and actually heard all of this, I think people wouldn't be blindly team Selena anymore. Um, cause it's almost like this cult and this, um, forced al- allegiance that if you don't have, we're going to socially isolate you. We're going to unfollow you. You're going to lose your platform. But it's like, damn, do you just sit by and let a crowd of people bully you and enable someone to bully someone else no you should just tell the truth so what can we learn from this just because you don't get caught for your actions doesn't mean you aren't absolved of all guilt and responsibility just because no one knows you did something doesn't mean you're still a dick for doing it doesn't mean you got away with it and you can sleep peacefully at night if you really had a conscience, you wouldn't do it if you got caught or not it's not about looking like a good person it's about being a good person and for some people perception is reality and they have that complex in their mind that as long as everyone thinks i'm a good person i am a good person and i'm gonna try to weasel and con people into thinking i'm a good person while i'm actually trying to stomp all over everyone i possibly can to get exactly what i want but i'll never be held responsible for it as long as i'm not caught that is so not true just because your reputation is good doesn't mean you are you're even worse if you try to mask it you're evil you're a coward and you're a sheep
Can we just talk about what's going on in Tennessee right now and all over the country with trans people and just queer people in general? It's so devastating and horrible to see where America is right now and how these bills are even getting passed and voted through legislation for them to become potential real laws. If you don't know right now, basically the Republicans and conservatives are trying to completely ban the existence of transgender people in America, which doesn't even make sense in itself. You cannot ban a natural way of being born, if that makes sense. Like you like you can't eradicate by bi- like biology. Like trans people are born trans. And you can't do anything about that. So the fact that they are all over the country in different states trying to silence trans people and it like eradicate them, quote unquote, as if they're just a passing phase or a mental illness is so fucking awful. And the Tennessee drag ban was just, um, I think it just became a law in Tennessee, which means no one can perform in drag in Tennessee anymore and first of all that breaks my heart because drag queens are like at least in my opinion like the leaders of the gay community and the they they're just the spirit and the heart of the gay community and knowing that a lot of drag queens are not going to be out of work in Tennessee are going to have to move just to make money they're going to have to leave their families they're going to have to leave you know everywhere that they've known behind because Christian family values are now being put into law that just like everyone with common sense, even the Christians putting these laws through, they know that makes no sense, especially with the whole separation of church, church versus state that was supposed to be in the constitution, but no one is abiding by it, abiding by it clearly. It's just the most ridiculous mind-boggling, mind-numbingly, frustratingly stupid thing. And the Tennessee drag ban that is going on is more evil than you think because not only can drag queens not perform, but any, quote, public drag display will not be tolerated. So that doesn't mean just in a club. That means if a person who was assigned male at birth is walking down the street and they are in an outfit that can be considered what a girl should wear or a a woman should wear that could be considered drag and they could be arrested so it's not just a ban on drag queens it's a ban on transgender non-binary queer people and that's so dangerous for them to live there anymore and my heart goes out to them and now other bills like that and more don't say gay bills are being proposed in over 41 states in America. How evil and insane. All under the guise of we want to protect our children and you're grooming our children. The, 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 the queer people, trans people are apparently grooming children, which is one of the most long-running huh, dangerous stereotypes to ever be in the gay community. That literally makes no sense. And it's all just a guise to mask their massive transphobia, homophobia. They want to genocide trans people. And if they had the choice to literally kill every single trans person, they would, for sure. 
And they're trying to do that right now. And it's such an odd time to even be attacking trans people as much as they are because there's so many other issues going on in the world, like the real number one issue and cause of death upon children, which is gun gun violence. Factually, uh, they're doing nothing about because they want to protect their way of life, their ego, their power, and their money. So they're going to keep that in place. But drag performers are what they're giving their attention to to distract from the bigger problems going on. I even saw a deep fake video on Twitter of a drag queen performing for a room full of toddlers, like shaking, like the drag queen was like shaking her ass and doing the splits and doing sexually provocative things. But that was not actually for a room full of toddlers. That was for a room full of fully grown adults at a brunch. And then I saw the real video and I was just fucking shocked. The evil propaganda right now spreading against trans people breaks my heart. And I know I'm gay and in the queer community, but I just feel like I have to be the biggest ally to the trans community simply because it's so heartbreaking to see what they're going through. And I, I don't get how other gay people like Jeffree Star can say such evil things. Like they, them pronouns are so stupid. Like you're either male or female. Um, and just like denying the non-binary trans ex- like existence and how they would like to be identified as because as a gay male, how can you not have a certain level of empathy for someone who feels like they know their identity so deeply inside, but society is telling you that you can't do it because that's wrong or morally disgraceful? Because as a gay person, you're told that your whole life, yet you want everyone to believe you. So why aren't you believing trans people? It's just so evil. And um, yeah, there's like petitions all over the internet to get them to stop passing those bills i don't have the the names of them right now but seriously if you have any time today check them out sign them i've signed like 18 of them um it's just so awful moving on to less annoying news but this is still annoying news for me as you guys know i got an std test last week and i was kind of nervous because i've really been thotting and bopping i've been enjoying myself as a 22 year old i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 but i do not want to be feeling itching and burning down in my crotch area so i had to go get tested and usually whenever i've been tested in the past i get the results in two days and i just see them online but my doctor i swear to god there's something like so suspicious about him because he wants me to come into the office more than any doctor i've ever had in my whole fucking life so i i go into him last week and i'm like hey can you order me an std lab like full panel lab because if you go to your doctor it's way less expensive to do it at least where i am so i was like i gotta go see him so i don't have to pay 150 dollars to get tested so he's like yeah yeah blah 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 and then once you uh get the test come back in a week and we'll talk about your results and i'm like "Mm, okay but i just want him to give me the fucking order for the test so i go in and take them and then after i take them it says I can't see the results for a week. But on the website, my patient portal, it says the results are in, but you just can't see them. So this whole fucking week, I was literally pacing my fucking room, so anxious, so distracted by the thought that I might have an STD or some terrible, like incurable STD that I literally could not get so many things done. I couldn't focus. I couldn't do anything. 
truly mental torture just because my doctor wanted me to come in again so he can tell me in person as if it's the maury show and he wants to sit me down and be like patty eminger you do have herpes like (laughs) why did he want to tell me in person and then i have my appointment tomorrow but since it's technically tuesday right now my my lab results became uh open to me on the app so I looked at them and I don't have any STDs. Woo! I, I was nervous. I, w- I was nervous. I was really risking things last few months. But now I'm just going to get my prep refilled and, and be the born again virgin that I am. No, I'm just kidding. I probably won't. But I will definitely um, be safer about it this month. <laughs> So thank God I don't have anything, but I was literally in mental anguish all week. But um, okay, so I feel like a few of you guys want to know about the update with my whole rent situation, living with my best friend and his boyfriend, how that is going to work, me moving to LA. Do you want to know the biggest gag, you guys, in this whole saga? They were both listening to the podcast the whole time. <laughs> yeah. The whole time gagatandra right gagged gagged him a bit for sure i assume that they would because i knew one of them listens to the podcast very often so i assume they would be and now you're probably thinking patty you're literally crazy then for saying all that but my rule is i would only say something on my podcast if i would say it to the person's face and i'm definitely like a pretty contra uh, not controversial person i'm a definitely a pretty confrontational person but i'm confrontational in the way of like let's confront each other let's fight it out and then let's go grab coffee like let's be friends after i just want to have a confrontational hard conversation to move on to the next thing not to fight and end a relationship like let's just fight and then this fight will help us come to a conclusion so that's like my whole vibe so i'm very much so like say it to all my friends faces like what i'm really thinking about them like my friend last week who i grabbed by his shoulders in the club and said you're the biggest pussy i've ever met and now we've made up and now we're, we're friends again like that just helps me get over things so i guess that's what i was thinking when i was saying all that shit to their face and then on the podcast um so yeah i i guess i stand by by everything i said but at the same time it's like did I need to say it all on my podcast? Probably not. <laughs> my friend was very upset that I was going so much into detail about everything. And I love and respect my friends a lot. So I'm going to put a cap on it. I'm going to stop talking about it. And I'd like to apologize to him if I crossed a line and went too far. And I think I did at some points. <laughs> and this is me admitting that I'm wrong, you guys. I like to be a good example of that. Because I'm the first person to admit I was wrong, to admit um, I was the problem in a situation or I don't think I was the problem in a situation all the time, but um, I think I was a problem in talking about it so thoroughly on my podcast for sure. So I want to apologize if it crossed a line and I would elaborate about how I feel about everything now and about everyone in the, situa- in the situation, but I'm not going to do that. And I would say this to their face if they're down, but it's more important to me just to be a good friend. So I won't say anything and maybe we can just talk about it in private, but I will be living alone. And I'm very excited about that. I was looking 
at places, getting excited. I've been talking to a few of my friends down there who said that they'll like go toward the apartment for me if they if I need to and help me out. And yeah, I guess I'm excited. And I'm glad the whole drama of it all is just past us and we can hopefully just all thrive together in LA and one day make up in a effective way. <laughs> but truly very excited to live alone thank you all for supporting me and (laughs) giving me words of encouragement because i feel like i needed to be emboldened to feel like i could live alone for some reason i didn't feel like i was capable not 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 capable but maybe like really needing a security blanket of people with me to feel safe and secure and like i won't feel lost or like icky or nervous when i'm first there do you know what i'm saying because moving across the country and living by yourself that's so crazy and wild but you guys really made me feel like i can do it so yeah that's the conclusion of that and yeah would definitely like to apologize to my friend again but at the same time i feel like i have this struggle now that i have this podcast where like i feel like all content creators i've heard talking about infamously i've heard trisha paytas talking about this when she's like I've ruined like my friendships by talking so much about them on my YouTube channel or on any one of her social media platforms. So I'm like, oh my God, now I need to like think about how I'm going to navigate that in the future. Because her motto is always like, if I know you in real life, I'm going to talk about you on my YouTube channel. And you're going to have to deal with that. And she would like really roast people to filth, like be crazy and be scream crying on our bathroom floor calling them every name in the book and i clearly don't want to be like that so i'm gonna have to find a balance of like if you i know you in real life i'm definitely gonna talk about you and i always did keep it anonymous with my friend and they're appreciative of that but yeah if i know someone in my real life i'm gonna have to talk about them but definitely not as much and with certain situations probably not but but yeah we'll see how that goes in the future what mess i get into next what person in my life who annoys me next what i'll say about them and maybe i'll encourage them to listen next time so we can really just work through things all right you guys well thank you for listening to pop culture university today i hope you had an amazing time i really do appreciate you for being an amazing student gold star for all of you um you all get uh, 100% on your last midterm just because you're all so amazing. So all your grades will be perfect in my class. I'm finishing this episode so late because I've had the wildest day. So if I've sounded tired throughout, that is why. I cannot say what I did today, but it's for a really fun collab coming up and you guys will all see about it. Follow me on Instagram to see what brand I'm working with. It's very exciting. At Petty Pop Culture. And yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Stay on your grind. Make yourself proud. Work hard um, so you can play hard, so you can reward yourself hard because you need to be your own sugar daddy, but your own sugar baby. That's my manifesto of life. I'm just full of sugar. I'm the daddy and the baby. So that's what I'm trying to be right now. Um, But you guys got this. Become the most confident, perfect version of yourself that you imagine yourself deep down in your mind to be and act how they would act all week and you will see amazing results. And all of you are that person. You just have to act like it. I've been trying to act like it. Sometimes it does not work out. Sometimes that 
inner confident me does break free and take over. And I really appreciate that. So I understand if it's not the easiest, but that is how you will thrive this week. But anyway, I will see you guys on Friday. Uh, DM me some of your crazy stories so I can air out your dirty laundry on the what would you like to share with the class segment. I've got a few amazing submissions, but I need to hear yours. This is your sign. I'm talking to you. You submit. DM me. Put me on your Instagram story. Tag me. And I will see it way faster. And I will definitely hit you up. Because I'd love to share. Follow me at Instagram, Petty Pop Culture. TikTok, Petty Pop Culture. Snapchat, Unfiltered Pop. All amazing content everywhere. This is a Tuesday, Friday class. Don't forget. Tell everybody. Tell your pet dog, cat. Tell your doctor. Tell your therapist. In between telling him your trauma. And yeah, I will see you guys Friday. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Stroh Show. Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports Channel.